and welcome back to the Callahan and Donegal show. It's uh, Ulster's number one sectarian podcast. Here we're going to tell you how to find all the Catholic babies to kill them. I'm here with my good guest, formerly a Protestant, but now a Catholic. So why are you even on my show? True that, good sir. Why are you even on my show? You, you believe in the Virgin Mary, do you? I, honestly, I just came because I was on my way home from church. From, <laughs> from church, huh? Sounds like the wrong church to me. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, Cairns and Di. Hey, Di. Good little... Good to see you again. Fuck. Sorry, I've been watching quite a bit of Northern Irish shit recently yeah. and stuff, so... Just I was, was going to say some shit about the IRA, but I didn't want to be too hectic. Well, I was getting pretty hectic talking about <laughs> killing Catholic babies and shit, so... Um, yeah, my mum told me to watch this kind of uh, Northern Irish crime drama. With Were this... you orange or green? Uh, um, I'm an orangeman. <laughs> <laughs> and my son will be an orangeman too. <laughs> to the Queen. Um, yeah, I'm a loyalist, I guess you'd say. Uh, but no, honestly, this is a coincidence kind of show, and we don't take sides in these sort of yeah, squalid little conflicts and everything, but... Not really taking sides. We sit on the perch. We, we perch on the fence like a little lamb. Uh, the lamb of God. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. Jeremy Clarkson, uh, the Russell Hammond, or James May, the Top Gear hosts. Oh, they're all Top Gear hosts. Yeah. What's the, Hammond? The, the three guys. The little guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, keep in mind there is a correct answer to this one. So. Fuck, Mary kill, Hammond, Clarkson, and who's the other one again? May, the sort of the older guy. to the edge of the space in the beef window. I think he might have yeah he's older Jeff like long fighter, long yeah. grey hair yeah and he had like a semi-epiphany yeah pretty cool yeah hmm fuck Mary Cow uh, I guess get... I'd have to marry that guy yeah that went to space correct yeah, yeah that's correct and I'd probably have to um fuck the flat big flashy guy. <laughs> oh, you got it wrong. You'd have to kill. You'd have to kill Clarkson. He's the alpha really? dog. I want to domo him. <laughs> <laughs> I've so, been working out lately. I guess two weeks ago I would have gone the other way around. Hammond's yeah. the way I thought. But I'm the big dog now. Yeah, the big dog. Fuck. <laughs> oh shit. Hammond's little enough that he's almost like a girl. Thought of that's my. That, <laughs> that was my thinking about getting away with oh, it. But. Dude, you were taking it way. Yeah, you were taking. It to the reality taking it to the reality yeah whereas I don't know I feel you're in the realm of fantasy he might be an old guy yeah as if I'm domoing Jeremy Clarkson yeah I sort of feel put on probably about 30 more kilos yeah who is (laughs) who is this little fool trying to fuck me and shit are you tickling my prostate yeah exactly um (laughs) I just thought I'd check oh I'm balls deep eh? oh shit Fucking big dog. I bottomed out. I bottomed out. Um, so, well, this is what I saw in one of those serial killer Northern Ireland shows or whatever, right? They had the murder weapon that it was seven inches long, and yet the stab wound in this guy was nine inches long. And at first, the cop was like, oh, well, it's not the murder weapon. But then the kind of like pathologist lady or whatever it's like yeah once you compress them enough it actually compresses it. So, yeah, like, rammed it in. Yeah, rammed it in. So, like, a seven inch blade can cause a nine inch wound. That's what she said. Um, it's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. Yeah. <laughs> that is some of the best advice I've ever been taught, I think. Chubbs Peterson. From Happy Gilmore, yeah. yeah. Chubbs Peterson. Seems like there was an alternate storyline going in there in the metaphors somehow. Exactly. Fuck. I watched um, uh, I, I watched on Netflix. It's called The Maya Witch with Stories. It's uh, by Noah Bambook. I think he does... Um, 
if that's his name uh coffee and cigarettes you know the one with bill murray and shit like that and uh yeah that's it's funny it's actually quite good right yeah i've seen it it's a i like coffee and cigarettes coffee and cigarettes but this new one mayowitz stories it's on netflix and it's got dustin hoffman ben stiller and his sons are ben stiller and adam sandler right and adam sandler fully acts really good in it like i wouldn't be surprised if he got some serious nominations it's like the best that he's acted or whatever (laughs) but um mr coffee's wife and the mother of his newborn lovely child as well too congratulations for keeping keeping the child i think we said congratulations already but she's congratulations to both you fellas fellas, keeping the bloodlines going doing the right thing yeah all that stuff although i think mr coffee was slightly weird out the other day when i was having a go this low tea or whatever and i'm like yeah you are like in a house full of snatch because he's got like a female (laughs) a female dog and like a young baby and he's like oh, i don't know if I'd, I'd use that word but um <laughs> that's what happens to him but his wife oh shit yeah, his, sorry bro his wife i quite like it because she's sort of totally joking <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, just... I did call i did call um my bro on it and my uncle at a christmas one time and yeah. they both jokingly went along with it so i'm, yeah. I'm saying it's fine yeah it's fine i guess but, <laughs> but um his wife mrs coffee let's just say it's cool because she seems to sort of listen to some of the bullshit that i say and take it seriously she's like I was thinking about what you said the other day, Conan. Like when I saw her, she's like, because she's a new mum and she's been watching heaps of Netflix. And she was like, I was watching this Maywitz thing, and I, I sort of get what you mean when you describe shows as being heaps dewy. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, you know, it's just that that awkwardness and embarrassment and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I was going at. So. I was sort of proud that someone sort of paid attention to what I'm saying, even if it is just sort of this crazy, <laughs> crazy nonsense. So, um, that's best, pretty cool. Best of luck, Mr. and Mrs. Coffee, to your incipient family. So. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. That's it. You won the game. <laughs> oh, I just you lost. You keep winning the game. I just oh, lost no. the fucking game. Now I've doubled down on the loss, but mm. I guess your initial loss is worth more points or something. Well, there's no gain with that loss. <laughs> That's what I've been told. Um, sorry for being so long in between podcasts. I know I'm sure there are tons of people out there stinging for it. Um, yeah, I've been a bit gronk as well, but I've been working, been working hard. I don't know if there's any real excuse because I've been listening to a couple. I've of... been working on my fucking book. I've been yeah, trying that's to true. get drafts done. Oh, I have there. to say, which I which have has been fucking with your time and coming around a little bit as well. No, I've been a bit lazy because I've been listening to some old shows and we always seem to do them. I swear, nearly every show was in October or early November. <laughs> I don't know how that works psychologically, but. <laughs> Anyway, it's because the... time all happens at the same time. It's just because we're humans, we experience it in this linear way. I watched Arrival the other day, and that, <laughs> that, that, that was there, right? That's basically, yeah, basically Arrival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got you out of that. <laughs> so that's a real that's a real theory yeah. I came to before seeing Arrival as well. That's not it's not something new that was in Arrival. Um, it was in. A Brian Green documentary series I watched after the String Theory one. There was another one after that called like the. Was it the Fabric of the Cosmos? I think it was something like that, and uh, it was also the one that I showed you the little snippet out of that was a bit of a mind blower at the time, about how they were quantumly entangling, either electrons or particles, and um, shooting them, like basically, copying, so they'd have. We'll call it a particle. I can't remember if it was an electron or particle. They'd have that in a state, in a spot, far enough away from this other island that for things to happen like instantaneous, instantaneously to mm-hmm. the other particle that's entangled, like 
at the same point of, you know, sure yeah right it's, it's a fucking weird quantum concept. transport yeah. yeah spooky action spooky action yeah right? Right. yeah so and it's far enough away from each other that it can't be happening at, it has to be happening faster than light speed yep. if it was traveling yeah so but it's not yeah. really traveling sort of yeah, it's just yeah, but yeah it's yeah. breaking the laws of light speed sort of yeah yeah so, yeah it was just appearing but so that was the documentary i saw that in and i think that's the first time i heard time explained in this way where it could actually all be laid out at one time and we travel through it hmm. and then it was explaining that then if you were in another part of space hmm. and you were trying to view a really far far away part of like part of another part of space that the way that it would skew because of how you're viewing it or something means that you'd be looking into the past or future and it was sure. like really hard to... Well, aren't we looking at the past gauge. when we look at stars and shit, yeah, right? Yeah, but it was saying that the, the super state that time's in, like if you're traveling, so if you're moving and then you try and observe something, it changes the state of past or future that you're observing. Yeah. Yeah, so it starts getting weird. So then if you're moving, you can observe a different point of time in a different point of space than if you were static. Yeah, okay. So it's like... I don't know how that So works. there is a bit of that, like, there's a weird middle ground of theoretical shit where time could actually be all existing at once and we just experience it. Well, it has to. From way. another dimension, it's all just got to be another fucking little bullshit thing, Yeah, if you thing, imagine right? yourself yeah. bigger than yeah, yeah, which I do all the time, yeah. so yeah. but I am the god. That That is pretty cool. But I had trouble with <laughs> Arrival because I went into it. There's You know how little things just stick with you sometimes? And it was like a breezy offhand comment from some, like, alt-right type blogger or whatever. And it was like... Like, women's science fiction tends to more about the unresolved emotional issues. <laughs> I just moved it and went on and shit. And I think it was in the context of Arrival. And when I started watching it, I'm like, oh, it's about a dead daughter sort of thing. It's not really about the good shit, the aliens. Yeah, but they... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It was a bit, it was a bit underwhelming. Yeah. Um, definitely. But I prefer I, my aliens. They tried to twist that around and mind fuck you a bit with the daughter thing by yeah. playing with the time. Uh, I didn't mind the way they played with the time aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, but, but Interstellar already did it yeah, sort of better as well. And they also. strung it out in such a weird way and mm. it was about it was more of a movie about language than about aliens. It was kind of weird. Yeah, exactly. Which um, is like chick science fiction, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so. you know how, you know Chollywood and everything. What's that China Hollywood? Yeah. Charlie, well, you came up with this stuff, right? Who, who, Charlie... saved, who saved the fucking day? Yeah, who? Oh, the Chinese oh, guy, so wasn't she it? she got into the Chinese guy's mind and, oh, yeah, oh, no, and yeah, China and America saved the day. Fuck, Chollywood is real. <laughs> Hashtag Chollywood. Hashtag Chollywood. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I, I have a special guest actually in here. Like, here, come in. Here you go. Oh, here he is. Oh, hello. Hi, hi, Dola. It's, it's Kevin Spacey here. Oh, welcome, sir. I've come in to defend defend his allegations against me. Well, yeah, I heard uh, that you may have uh, lay on top of a 14-year-old boy. Well, let's be honest. He wanted it. Let's be honest. We're all inside guys here. We're Hollywood guys. You know, these guys, they come out and they say, you know, he did this and that. But you tell me honestly that you haven't been to a party and had him come out and just wanted to lay all over this ripe young boy like in my defense you know wait I think we got another guest he looks Hungarian oh, who is it? Kaiser Suze Kaiser Suze Kaiser Suze 
Okay. So he's been exposed to the kinds of <laughs> So this is what we were really getting at with that bit is that like <laughs> Kevin Spacey is Kaiser Soze in real life, yeah, right? He's fucking Kaiser Soze. Uh, yeah, fuck. Me, media fucking explosion mind fuck hmm. America style fuck you with the information. Yeah. Even though it was on dailymail.co.uk or yeah. some shit. <laughs> it's probably the Americans. Yeah. Um, there was an article that apparently has Spacey's brother hmm. talking about how their dad was a Nazi child rapist. Oh, really? That used to abuse Kevin Spacey, allegedly. And well, that it kind of like wrecked him. And it seems that he may have succumbed to... From what I've read, the abuse cycle like that movie It or whatever. The fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly, just like It. That would be a cool comparison to put to him. <laughs> You're like that monster from It. So. <laughs> um, but well, what's uh, heaps of I've seen some in the Guardian. Like I, I was like, oh, interested. Like, what's the progressive line on this? And Kevin Rapp looks well, so dirty and innocent yeah, in that photo. Yeah. They keep showing with those dirty, thick rim glasses and shit. Yeah. Like, oh my god, he's just like perfect abuse victim. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but that line is that. Sorry, like, dude that was fucking weird to say but yeah you know what I'm saying <laughs> I know what you're saying but it's just fucking snowballing snowballing, just snowballing. is that what you want to do to me <laughs> Jesus um, hey, can I get in on that <laughs> Kevin Kevin get out of here alright Kevin and the Hungarian are gone um, but the progressive the house of cards is falling down <laughs> oh fuck I think I just dropped my mug um, fucking uh, <laughs> um Okay, the, my point. The progressive line. Uh, oh shit! The progressive line on this is that like they're quite outraged at him. The progressive left because he's chosen this as his opportunity to come out, come out yeah, which is like this like calculated. Which this is a fair criticism. Is they've been like, oh, we've been trying to like get rid of the stigma that kind of like homosexuality is related to like pederasty at the very least or whatever and so him doing that links it in his mind, which is pretty dirty. But I don't know. My my ultimate question with this is what am i now to make of kevin spacey as an actor who i quite enjoy and a lot of things even just last week i watched a six-part series about race for the white house with him narrating and it was pretty entertaining you have yeah you have to put the shit aside (laughs) aren't you always the one telling us that there's this kind of big thing that should be exposed but then you're saying as passive but you also as a passive media victim have to ignore it to enjoy the entertainment how much you like man in the mirror yeah (laughs) <laughs> I suppose so and like I reckon I kind of reckon the MJ one is more of that I don't know that's just the bitch in me as well probably like just nah nah it can't be real I'll, I'll pretend like it's a hoax against Michael Jackson because he was so powerful and then do you sort of you kind of imagine this idea that he's being persecuted and if you ever have any bad feelings like that you identify with Michael Jackson as well <laughs> no, I'm not saying you in particular I think that's what we as humans do with our heroes to some extent uh, not necessarily him but I have made that comment at a family dinner before mm. in front of multiple family members mm. related to Jesus Christ <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. and in all seriousness yeah. so, because like was at the point where I was getting beamed all that information right and I was having epiphanies like fucking nightly for like a good month sort of thing maybe less but a long time Yeah, just spurting out this book and shit and sort of understanding (laughs) how within our own lives and you know just understanding what Christ consciousness is from a personal point of view instead of the way that it's fed to you but where does that differ from Godhead though as well too it doesn't really but it 
as long as you're including everyone else within the realms of everything you can think of inside that godhead then they're just as valid as you then you start treating people the same as you want to be treated as god basically like jesus so it's fine yeah and that that's what i'm saying so then when you start thinking like that and you're like oh i just want people to be able to see that yeah god, yeah. god is yeah. in everything yeah. and, dun, 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 and you start talking like a fucking maniac and you yeah. start realizing you're talking like a fucking yeah. maniac yes yeah. that's all i was saying okay but you say that in the abbreviated mm. way like man i understood how jesus felt and people are like oh my god you fucking lunatic yeah and it's like yeah and you're a lunatic too yeah and let's be lunatics together yeah yeah i like that what's to argue with that um yeah so i don't know i think the problem is maybe there's so many false prophets that when one comes along and one's a real prophet sort of the I'm, people... I'm dead son <laughs> what you're dead like jesus was gonna be dead yeah you're older than him now happy birthday by the way too yeah i beat him (laughs) (laughs) fuck yeah jesus beater oh yeah jesus that doesn't sound good you a jew or something Uh, um, i look pretty roman yeah well i'm thinking about i'm beating the italians at the roman thing no, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. They've no, they, I know you have a very nice profile and everything, but, but it's no. Still, I mean the traditional northern Italian type look. Go on, do it again. Yeah. Give me a give me a look. No, not not this. The this stuff, you know. Oh, the hair. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know how all those genes kind of ran off into the northern world and then they like yeah, scrambled right. across into England. And yeah, right. Yeah. Some other sort of genes kind of yeah. made their way into Italy. Yeah, right. And like, now I've got the dope blonde hair yeah. and they've got like a- like weird Roman eyes going to like Irish girls and shit like that. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh fuck! Fuck! Rampant cock has changed so much fucking facial features around the world. <laughs> Oh fuck! That's fu- that's a fucked up example in my own brain because when you said that, I instantly thought of like a cock slapping a face. Sort of. <laughs> oh. Oh, I didn't I'm think the king of the multi entendre. <laughs> Is that a new phrase you've come up with too? I don't well, know. I sort of made it up when I used to analyze my own music. Yeah, because I used to make them so right, that yeah, there were okay. so many different ways it could be taken. Sure. It was more than just a double. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm so dope. <laughs> making shit up oh fuck what else are you gonna do but I'm thinking to get this chick to stop sucking my dick so we can do a podcast (laughs) first first things first on the agenda fuck no shit that's Kevin Spacey in a wig oh fuck dude I'm fucking above 18 oh fuck see you later (laughs) see you later oh there he goes get out of here Kevin fuck yeah Weinstein dirtbaggery and all these like the people sort of virtue signaling for the whole thing as well yeah well that's what it's all about I don't know vaguely sickening as well I I do feel for proper abuse victims and shit like fuck yeah like it's horrible i don't know it is but it's just weird when it's, it's weird that it's become it's, it's become this media event and now from now on it is this mm. media thing which for better or worse i understand the idea about blowing open the secret of culture and shit but it really does make you wonder how like it just why did it just become a thing right now it's, why weinstein and shit there's a whole fucking thing of porn that i've been jerking off to for years which is the casting couch thing and like, mm. even though it's the porno casting couch it's it's kind of like you know you've mm. heard about this thing in terms of normal movies and shit. So why Weinstein right, right forever, now and shit? Though. Yeah, yeah. But why did he? When they're all like, presumably, I would. I've always assumed for a long time that the Hollywood establishment is deviant, sort of. You AJ know? would tell you it's to um, take the 
child sacrifice yeah, place. Take, take this the light away from it being pedo and just have it more on men versus women and men are so shit at harassing women but doesn't this put an alex jones kind of agenda in a tricky position because you're wanting to expose this abuse and yet this agenda in the media is also being pushed for sort of oh he's still shitting on a social justice for being pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah okay yeah, okay. yeah. But it's just like he always plays all the angles. He does. That's what I was just thinking. Is, yeah. is that why he's so? That's ang- why I love it so. That's much, why I like. That's it, why yeah. other people hate it yeah. so much because you catch one angle that you. There's Alex Jones. By the way, we just said AJ, but yeah. yeah. You ca- <laughs> good, thing, good thing I got it. <laughs> uh, uh, but you catch yeah. something. I used to when I first started watching it. Hmm. He would start because I was in a different spiritual place at the time, like sure. years and years ago. He would start spouting religion. I would turn the motherfucker off. Yeah. I would I would turn it off. Oh, mm. I can't handle this fucking guy yeah. talking about Jesus and all this fucking shit. Mm. After watching it for years and years, and like coming to terms with the fact that good and evil exist mm. to a certain extent, I can understand in a metaphysical sense why he's so fucked up half the time. Mm. And then when he starts talking about demons and all this shit, I can kind of appreciate it in a way that even if I'm not a Christian, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. So in a way, <laughs> in a way, because I was just thinking... demonic Hillary bitch. Like, just, oh, fuck. Well, I was just... Okay, that goes to help my point. I'm the gonna flies make, on her face. I'm going to make you the flies on her face. Like, oh, the flies smell evil and shit. But in a way, isn't this just a sort of... Uh, so you read about like young especially young Muslim men getting radicalized by ISIS and stuff in a way <laughs> isn't this just sort of our soft version of it? Alex Jones being like a prophet and stuff and his show and his yeah, philosophy it's getting, it's getting radicalized for nationalism again yeah it is in right? a worldwide <laughs> sense against globalism yeah and he often will say that even across the world yeah you're supporting like this Americana this pure yeah, anti-globalism right? well, this even a, if you're not in America you're supporting this America. this is an ideal that quite a lot of us like yeah. right which is like a a, a sort of a peaceful respectful nationalism right yeah. that's an ideal that a lot of us want we don't want to lose our identity identities our, uh, yeah, sense so of, that we can absorb a new fucking trans a sense of being identity. yeah being and belonging and stuff or whatever slave bot yeah <laughs> whereas I've heard someone describe that basically progressive morality is like you need to be able to express empathy and show that you express empathy and the further away the person you're expressing empathy for is from your social situation the more that kind of like ennobles you <laughs> you know what i mean we're saying so like whereas instance i've heard like conservative families or people with conservative ideals have a thing more about their like local sense of self maybe like a large and like you know nation ideals and everything but themselves their family their community and stuff like that whereas if you look it's like like trans african albino babies or whatever it's like if you show you care about that if you demonstrate that you, that is your morality morality which really is sort of just this Jesus shit as well, right? About fucking caring for like Anyone, the yeah. sick, the sick, and right, and like kissing. Because I was reading about um, Evita, I'm jumping around now, but Evita, Eva Peron, who was sort of like you know he was the leader, like a quite a strong leader of Argentina, and she yeah. was his glamorous wife and stuff like that, like oh, a, pop, yeah, a populist, <laughs> yeah, a populist um, uh, sort of regime and shit. She was super popular, grew up in poverty, and she'd go around as the first lady and like the lepers and the sick she'd go and like kiss and touch them and shit and it made the establishment like heaps angry and shit like that (laughs) that she would do that (laughs) and that's sort of what it's all about isn't it but there's a difference when they sort of are the most vulnerable I guess these trans albino babies are the most vulnerable I don't have a problem yeah I don't have a problem with that mind state yeah right I don't have a problem with the but in policy when it becomes policy it's sort of like it's not even that when it becomes policy it's that they would rather virtue signal about something that far away from themselves yeah. that they'll shit on 
That's the other. Self that's the part for it. Yeah, likeness right? to put to raise up Fuck, the other yes, thing. Exactly. That's and that's that's, that's a weird mechanism, about, isn't it? That's yeah. a weird. That's a weird little mechanism that goes on in and politics. The, right? it, it is this weird guilt thing that gets put on you for being in a progressive thing, but. If you want to like ramp on about like cultural appropriation and things like that, <laughs> Shit, right? Yeah, yeah, but like, like the cl- the clothes that people wear on a daily basis and all that sort of stuff. If you flipped it around the other way, you'd be such a piece of shit. Why Chinese people? Well, I've done it on the show before, yeah. obviously, but it's just like. Oh, I was doing this with the interaction guys. Like, where do Chinese people think they have the right to wear suits and shit? You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, like, yeah, that whole thing is a joke. The playing the identity thing that hard and trying to make it into these little groups thing. I've already got that shit locked down way harder. And I think I stole it probably off Stefan Molyneux or some shit again. But the biggest minority, like the smallest minority, what is it? The individual. Exactly. Uh. What the fuck, man? Like, uh, if, like, if you can't get that around your fucking head. And it's like... It, it's like sort of like in America, it comes up a lot that, oh, gay people should vote this way or black people yeah. should vote this way. Well, it doesn't fucking work like that, yeah. you know? Like, the right. individual is how it really works. And then sticking up for that individual is what I really care for, which is why then I stick up for something mm. like that kiss the leper shit, because mm. it is. It's like, fuck, everyone has the same opportunity to, like, better their consciousness within their life even if they are a fucking leper but that's why I like Evita because she didn't put herself down to do it yeah. she just bust out and did it well it's great yeah I haven't seen the movie <laughs> well it's a real I'm not talking about the movie that's I'm what talking. I mean I haven't uh, even seen the movie let alone know the fucking history of it fuck but it's cool that it's I was just... a terrible scholar until my early 20s yeah and then uh, you... unless I was super interested in yeah. yeah then you went to Oxford and Cambridge <laughs> basically I'm a fucking psychologist fuck. now that's true fuck <laughs> I, <laughs> I kind of want to give my um, book after I get it ready or like almost maybe after it's published even and then like when you send it around to get reviewed like send it to these like um university professors and yeah. stuff and, mm, yes mm. yes yeah that's how I agree have a read of that professor of <laughs> professors of theology like my god <laughs> <laughs> what have you done <laughs> what have you done <laughs> fuck that's pretty, pretty much gonna be it I'll try and get Donald a copy I'm getting well. close people so I'm gonna put my email on that shit as well so it fucks up my email and it's pretty good everyone. it's pretty good people I've read it and I'm not just saying this because I share a microphone with this man <laughs> It is actually it is actually good. So that shall hopefully be coming out soon. Um, a couple more revisions on the draft, and then I might try and cheap cheap my way into publishing it rather than taking on all the brunt myself. I might try and just go with some fucking massive thing that's going to let me try and get it out quickly. So, well, sorry, just so I, that, I'm going to look forward to that. That'll be the fresh. logic loop. The logic loop by. Uh, well, we'll see who it's by. Yeah, we'll see who it's by. <laughs> we'll see who it's by. Um, sorry, I just wanted to mention, speaking of psychodrama, I read in court today, and I, there was an article about this a while ago, but it says 29-year-old chick, and she's been arrested and she's facing a year in jail. She did this in Ireland and Canada as well, is pretend to be a schoolgirl, right? Oh, I think I vaguely heard yeah, something. At least like this. She looked before. quite young or whatever and stuff, and she'd enrolled at this most recent one as a 13-year-old, right? She's How like old is she? 29 or 20. <laughs> 27 when this was happening and heaps of people had caught her or whatever but it was talking about she'd done this in Ireland right in Canada saying that she was the victim of a sex trafficking ring right and like oh that heaps annoyed because she wasted police resources but I'm sort of interested in her as a character right and the judge is like you're clearly driven by something there was something traumatic that happened to you but like what is it like you know we'll never know like you don't do it so and one of the things she did is 
she was friends enrolled at like some sky i think uh Girawain high in western sydney and was friends with this 16 year old girl for two months and it said eventually before convincing her parents or they convinced her parents to adopt her right so she goes as this like she old, got adopted by this other chick this family. other chick family so so she's in her late 20s she goes to school and for two months befriends this girl to a good enough point that her family adopts her when she was in her late 20s yeah this is when she was like like last year or whatever like this pretending to be <laughs> pretending to be a school girl right she got adopted as a 20 like nine year old yeah it's like a yeah oh, 20, like 27 28 oh, something this like movie's gonna be good yeah right but those I would just give anything to see those you know after, should make it a horror movie yeah too, after school like these two 15 16 year old girls just watching what would have transpired in like after school to like have them to that point shit like i'd really like your dress and shit like this you know like gaining the confidence of someone that well i would love to see that movie fuck i want to know what's on in her head too her name's stephanie like palarazzo i kind of hope that she is like has a childlike mentality because if she is sitting there manipulating and conniving the whole time with these little kids and stuff it's yeah. just so maniacal yeah it is yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> well maybe it's because i'm like, gonna get adopted by your mom i think it's like mj and <laughs> michael jackson even though he became like this massive star and obviously like mj with no money <laughs> <laughs> or talent i guess <laughs> um, but just in terms of like he progressed as an his art progressed as an adult you know in terms of what he could do what he could feel how he could construct the songs but he he remains mentally trapped as a child mm. kind of like mariah carey singing in that reality yeah, show yeah, yeah. it's like one of her asides it's like it's forever it's, no she's like it's forever 12 with mariah <laughs> like oh shit and then i watched her act and i was like okay that's her thing so this chick had something happen to her and then is just sort of living in that like not necessarily it was just to defraud them and shit she lives with them but it's not even she didn't embezzle heaps of money from these people and shit her <laughs> goal was like yeah kid, was yeah. to live like it <laughs> how fucking awesome is that <laughs> Chicks don't. Yeah, living it for real. Yeah. Living it for real. <laughs> Slightly dishonest. Do you know that Michael Bay told the animators in the first Transformers movie that he wanted the walk of Optimus Prime? He's like, make it look like Liam Neeson the way he walks. <laughs> How weird is that? It's kind of, yeah, that's interesting. That seems like a trivia question. Yeah. This is a fun, fun one for you. Uh, I thought you were going to say something about Optimus Prime's junk or something. Why have you been thinking about that? I don't know. I'd be pretty girthy. Fuck, <coughs> oh, man. Transform! <laughs> uh, <laughs> if he was a grower, not a shower, that'd be sick. Transform! <laughs> hey, I've seen cars in the past two days, yesterday and the day before, with the number plate DMT. How is, is that? Is telling you something? <laughs> I don't know, is it? Fuck. <laughs> It was making me think when I was stuck on military road earlier. Time to hit the pipe again, I think. Time to hit that. <laughs> Sitting in traffic on fucking going through Spit Junction, yeah. Probably not the time to do it. I don't know. <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get arrested like fucking um, George Michael asleep at the wheel. Yeah, exactly. Or I'd end up like, where's Richie shooting the person behind me as well. <laughs> well, if DMT does that to you, I fucking... You've been hiding your demons well. <laughs> well, that's what DMT stands for. Well, it makes you confront your shit, but if you had that much shit to confront, were you going to smoke a fall in traffic? 
It stands oh, for, damn it, Kanye. It's, what did you do? It stands for demon trip, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, I've got, Again. Okay, fuck. <laughs> I've got a bit of a story slash moral conundrum I can tell, unless you got something else. Or? Then the demons are just really angels. Huh. I think there's a book called Angels and Demons by that guy that... Uh, did oh, the Da Vinci go, yeah. Oh, shit. Whereas Demons and uh, Angels when your side project would tumble along. But, I might have to watch Jacob's Ladder again because mm. I, I like really like the sentiment of it. I just don't think I really like the movie. I've only watched it once. Yeah. But there's a line or two out of it that got sampled in a couple of those different punk songs, like one Lagwagon song and a Boy Sets Fire song have mm. the same samples and shit in it mm. from Jacob's Ladder. It's sort of about... I don't want to spoil the movie. It's kind of like one of those weird... It's got a bit of a half... You don't know what the fuck's going on for a while. You know? mm. But it's about it's about death and just like... You know, what... Lies we are. What it's like to die, yeah. Sure. And like what it could be... What it could be like to die. You know what death is? It's a last great adventure. And yeah, it's, it's real philosophical about death and shit like that. Mm. But I think because it's so beautiful like that, when I watched the mo- when I actually watched the movie mm. in its whole, it's like, yeah, mm. kind of boring in a way. Yeah. <laughs> but when I think back about it, and cause it's probably because of those songs. Music fucks me up. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a sick song. Like Requiem for Dream isn't a, for a dream isn't a great movie, but it just fuck, so it good. fucked me enough up enough when I first saw it and shit. <laughs> Like ass to ass with this. <laughs> oh shit! Um, <laughs> soaring off his arm and shit. Yeah, ah, yeah. And the, I, I yeah, I did yeah. like that movie. I really liked it. Yeah, but there's sort of some movies. I yearned to have a summer like that movie. It's just like <laughs> I I hadn't been a slinger yet, and I've never really have been. I've I've sold a bit of crock before mm. when I was a fucking teenager or whatever, mm. but I've never really been a dealer at all. Mm. But watching that movie made me really want to be. Yeah. <laughs> and even with the ending and everything, it yeah. was like, no, nah, that summer, that summer was fucking sick. <laughs> well, the question becomes, are you willing to die for that summer? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> oh, shit. What's happening? Do you reckon we can pitch something on Netflix dead for the summer? <laughs> dead for the summer. Dead for the summer. Dead for the summer. <laughs> no, no base today. Sorry. That's right. Yeah. Fuck. I worked out heaps too. Fuck my job. I got that low test Buzzfeed test going on. The Buzzfeed tea. Yeah. yeah. I saw this. Uh, <laughs> mm. uh, what do you think it about? It doesn't matter where I saw it, but this Buzzfeed um video mm. where these four guys from Buzzfeed <laughs> go and get tested for like. <laughs> I think sperm count sure. and testosterone in their blood and shit. Yeah. Or maybe it was just testosterone in their blood and because they're so gay yeah. already, yeah. they're just joking about sperm in their blood the whole time kind of thing. Like, how much sperm is actually in your blood? And like all this... For g- real? Homo- like, as a joke, you know, but they're just so low it's testosterone disgusting. faggots that they're joking about this shit. Like, <laughs> sperm in my fucking blood and shit. Yeah. And then their results came back and they're like way under right yeah. and <laughs> they're like a right. bunch of office what, bitches yeah, like right? totally un- <laughs> under the and all I have to say is these are the people that are preaching the contemporary morality like, to us rah, right rah, yeah. Rah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe there's too much sperm in my blood oh, don't, don't look at the needle <laughs> fuck man it was yeah it was amazing oh you just gave me the chills I don't want yeah. I, I don't think I can watch it. any of these I so can't fucking watch start working out and taking ZMA and doing whatever look yeah. it up yourself try and boost your HGH and natural yeah. testosterone yourself don't listen to me 
Just do it. And also... Be a man. Can I read a fucking book, cunt, as yeah. well, too? Yeah. Uh, that's the two things because you don't want to you don't want to end up on BuzzFeed just like fucking videos with sperm in your blood and stuff you know you know, I, I don't know that's just like they're going <laughs> I've got low testosterone mm. why would you want high you'd mm. lose your hair and stuff <laughs> for real I can't, sort of remember, I can't remember if low or high maybe both makes you lose your hair I can't fucking remember I remember everyone always saying high testosterone makes you lose your right, hair right but then sort of it's being presented as if testosterone is sort of something icky as well too yeah you know, this weird girly kind of oh, that's fucked up indictment on our on our, yeah just morality. like sort of like they don't care and it's funny and they mm. don't yeah whatever <laughs> They Who cares if the frogs are gay and there's endocrine disruptors? Like, the, we're heaps low in test, yeah? These, yeah? these people literally want to kill you and your children, though. That's, <laughs> that's what you have to remember. Oh, that brings me to what I told you on our... I think we were going to do a podcast and then I didn't end up getting you to do it with me or whatever the fuck happened. That I pitched out, probably. <clears throat> or I didn't do it or some shit. It's a commitment we have. But, yeah, I sort of... As much as I don't want to fuck with the right-left paradigm ever again, right? But it's sure. hard not to fuck. It's like sort of like... It is the thing, It's sort though, of yeah. like as this oneness dude not wanting to fuck with duality ever again. It's like, hey, yeah. you're not going to fuck with that when you're in the physical world. Yeah, baggage, exactly. You know? yeah. So, <laughs> I'm dropping a lot of F-bombs tonight. So. <laughs> but the, uh, I, I crystallized it down to the extremes of the left and right. Sure. So the right want to fuck and eat animals, mm-hmm. dominating the earth and conserving humanity. And the left want to fuck children and eat people, dominating humanity and conserving the earth. <sighs> Deal with it. I know, right? That is the age-old tension. That's the source of all our tragedies in a way, right? Oh, can we can we dress up like a clown and stab your fucking baby in front of you? And like, oh yeah, we'll paint our face white so no one knows who the murderer clown is and hmm. he'll have red hair so it's all crazy, like blood and shit. Like, it goes back to ancient Egypt with these clowns and shit. Like, uh, Oh, fuck. Some maniacal shit. Ancient Egyptian clowns murdering your children. <laughs> <laughs> fuck look, that. Look it up. <laughs> look it up. It's all fucking out there. We shouldn't have to dance around it like that. You know? And then after I, I got onto that crack <laughs> as well, and then... Who's, no, that after I mentioned that crack, remember B Dog sent it around shortly after as well. Yeah. He's just like I googled it, yeah. and then there's all these pictures of like recent like Christians at like all these meetings and stuff, just with a clown there as well. Like, oh shit, <laughs> they never went away. Fuck. It's real. It's an interdimensional spider creature that's been like living inside the churches. Fuck. It goes under the sewer system. In an ancient civilization, would you rather be... I watched it last night, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm bootleg. Watch that motherfucker. Sorry, Australian government. What'd you watch? Uh, it. Yeah, okay, nice. Okay. It was pretty dope. <laughs> Even in, like, sketchy fucking with Thai writing all over it, fucking bootleg. Oh, shit. It was good. Yeah, no. Um, would you rather be in an ancient civilization like a court jester or like a concubine, like a treated well concubine? <sighs> Well, a jester, you can sort of like, ha-ha, tr- speak truth to power, be respected in your own niche way, sort of. Uh, but playing the fool, whereas as a concubine, you have a life of luxury, but at the end of the day, you're just I a I guess whore. either way, you're fucking expendable, right? Jesus. I suppose so, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Because I was like, oh, I'd be a hetero concubine for sure. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, but I'd be the jester and you'd have more fun. Oh, but you get killed. Oh, yeah, you think you're not getting killed as a concubine? <laughs> in my mind, is pretty fucked. 
<laughs> this is what, what <laughs> I hope I fucking remember that. But this is what I've always wondered is that they say that prostitution is the world's oldest profession, right? If that's the case, what did the first John do to get the money to pay her? Food. I kill food. I am eating food. Oh, can I have some food? <laughs> Let me suck on Tilly. That's how the first Tilly was sucked. <laughs> it wasn't about fucking child rearing. It was also. It was also how the cookie monster was invented. To... Fuck. Fuck. All right. Okay. I suppose so. I was meant to do it for a laugh, but fuck. I guess. I guess that as well too. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, well, that's um. My friend got me a shirt yeah. about that the other day. <laughs> about what exactly? I wonder if it's here. I'm sure I walked it up here. Uh, I don't want to fuck up the show. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Um, talk amongst yourselves. It's the kind of do show. Back after a bit of hiatus. I hope everyone's enjoying it out there in Radio Land. What were you just talking about? Um. Well, moving on. I oh, guess. What were you just talking about? I have no idea, man. Fuck. About the uh, the currency and the oldest profession and all that oh, shit. Oh, the oldest profession. That was it. That was a joke. That was done. Oh, that's a pretty hardcore shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get this shirt from? My friend bought it and then he said his his girlfriend started like giving him greasy looks and stuff. And he's like, you can just have it, man. You take it. It's sick shirt. But yeah, you you just have it. Fuck. You know what though? I reckon it look. I think it would look better on a girl. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pimp on a girl. Yeah, no. fuck. It's a, I think he bought a girl shirt. Yeah. Oh. Either way. Son of a bitch gave cool me a shirt. girl shirt. I might rock that one. Anyway, yeah, it's for all you listeners. I know you have no idea what we're talking about, but it's a rather bawdy shirt. Yeah, it was pretty cocky. So I didn't buy it anyway. On, yeah. It's basically a dude on the ground, like holding a fucking dollar bill or like some money up in the air mm. and it says it's the international sign of marriage with mm. a woman standing over him <laughs> but like bathroom gender sign like men and women sort of thing as well yeah <laughs> well fuck i guess moving on <laughs> i guess <that's laughs> i'm gonna go out peacocking with that on bro can i tell a bit of a story in a conundrum it's sort of a bit i don't think i've told on here but yeah when true story yeah you and me Ooh. were in the united <laughs> states I got a nickname over there for a little while. Do you remember what my nickname was? TB. Yeah, Tim Tebow. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't know whether it's the big, like, voluminous toilet bowls over there in, like, America or the food or whatever. Or but the small fucking S-Bend or yeah, whatever the fuck's going on. I blocked a few toilets, right? And it was like, oh, it's a bit dirty. And, like, I blocked it up. And, I don't know. It's just I was pretty um, ratchet the whole time I was there kind of thing in a way. But, um... Uh, yeah, basically blocked the toilet. One night was having like a shower. I'll get, I'll get, have a shower upstairs. So it's like a big house with a lot of us in. And we'd this hide is Utah? it. Utah? Yeah, in this nice neighborhood, but like a proto Airbnb type thing, but to- hide out this like big suburban house, like this Housewives of Salt Lake City kind of house right up on the edge. Um, These cool little squirrel fucking boxes cool. on the outside of the house. So, uh, run up and eat. And so I'm taking, I, I block the toilet and unbeknownst to me at this time, super randomly, the agent or lady whose house it is, who they're hiring out to us, brought us around in the depths of winter like this shrimp platter or whatever mm-hmm. and while she was doing that I'd block the toilet enough upstairs 
that all all the water started dropping through and dropping down onto oh, the shower right. The toilet kept running after it had blocked, hmm. and you jumped in the shower quickly. Yeah, I jumped in so the shower. So you didn't hear that the toilet kept running. Yeah, the toilet kept running. So it kept happened. running the water and yeah. then leaked out basically shit, shit water <laughs> and then had this internal uh, water feature in the kitchen. Yeah. That was this water that was seeping somehow through the wall and then dribbling down the wall like one of those cool features at a hotel, but sort of like uh, with this shitty water. <laughs> and the lady who owned the house or hide or whatever came around at that exact time with like a platter of shrimp. And what, none of us had noticed yeah. it. Yeah, oh, she's like, oh, what's yeah. this? But luckily, I missed all of that because I think she'd gone by the time I got down. Yeah. I was still showering. So this whole story, everyone else had to deal with this super awkward situation. Like, yeah, dealing with getting given this present from the nicest yeah. lady yeah. while this sewage is sort of running down the inside of her house okay and so and this her sort of noticing before anyone else like this, oh what's that like i don't know oh shit which brings me on to the next story i recently moved up a level at work and so i, I used the toilet in there right and used the toilet in the afternoon and sort of blocked up the toilet right so i i flushed it and i'm a bit fucked so i got the all there is there's no plunger there there's a um toilet brush or whatever so I had a go, but it just wasn't doing anything with filling up or whatever. It makes me sick just thinking about it sort of still. Did you do the hand plunger or what? What, with my own hand? Fuck <laughs> 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 no, this is my point. Is I after, have to do the hand plunger no, and fucking tell you right. After I tried a bit. This is a work... Shit. <laughs> 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 fuck, okay. That yeah, was... I blocked a couple of soil. Yeah. You just got to fucking keep it a secret, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to make me gag. I can't... <laughs> 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 I gotta finish the story. But... Sorry. Fuck. <laughs> uh, okay. So I blocked it up and tried off. it with the toilet brush. Yeah, tried it with the toilet brush. Didn't work. So I flushed it a bit and just kept filling up, and it was pretty like chat. So <laughs> there were two cubicles there. After a bit, I just closed the lid on it or whatever, and then went like next door to clean up <laughs> or whatever. Walked out as I was washing my hands and going out. I, another person had come in and opened up that toilet, and I heard him lift up the lid and be like. Oh. <laughs> looking at the dirty toilet so in that circumstance I know the toilets get cleaned at the end of the day I just left it like that and I feel a bit ashamed <laughs> like that but what else could I have done am I going to call people my new well, at work my... I don't know that I would have gone the hand plunger at work <laughs> that's a bit extreme but like, like roll your sleeve up like, what am I going to do go to my team plunger the, uh, my team leader the, <laughs> I, the <laughs> IT guy just say, what am I going to do I'm not oh, going to do that complain right? like some other cunt did it I guess so, but I, man, I just went to take a shit it's full of water. Like, oh. No, it wasn't full of water. It was full of like it's blood. full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just started last week in this team. I don't want to cause that sort well, of ruffle. I told you that story that I'm not bringing up on the fucking show before we started here. You know, you just got to have either that confidence in your degree of honesty, and no one gives a shit, yeah. or you have to just say it was someone else. <laughs> Man, I went in there and I'm so disgusted. Can you call a plumber? Someone is just a dirty cunt. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're just like straight up like, man, I took the best, <laughs> best dump in there. It was like a gridiron. But I think I've done something to the pipe, man, because I cannot get it to go through. Fuck. Uh, go one of the extremes and you should be good. The problem is it was more like golf balls than a gridiron sort of thing. Oh, life is in the middle ground, all right? Hmm. Fuck. So I thought you might help me I with this shame. with pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might help me with my shame, but now I just feel disgusted with myself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
It's confronting. No, the, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> the second one's not even really um, Tebow. It's not even really relatable yeah. to the Tebow. That's, That's why it ended up with a nickname. Yeah. It's like fuck. You caused like an internal waterfall. Yeah, and crazy. It totally. shouldn't even be possible. I almost caused an international incident. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. You always gotta be sus on that. Uh, now you brought it up, shit. I'll try and forget about it again for you because it's such. A, it's like, yeah, it's a cool nickname, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, why are you called that? Oh. Are we called the Doe and Tebow. Don't worry about it. The Doe, <laughs> the Doe and Tebow show. <laughs> oh, uh, Tebow was taking an E before it was cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Fuck, man. <laughs> We've flown through forty-eight <laughs> minutes. Just giving you a time check on the podcast. <laughs> jokes on jokes, Chartown, motherfucker. <laughs> when you got a fat girl with a pretty face, you know? Yeah. Fuck. Fuck, I'm trying to think of what else I can tell. What else has happened this week? Just like miserable stuff, right? Yeah, and just stuff that I get way too carried away with and oh. put everyone off. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. It's so easy to say something that's a bit beyond the mark these days. And the way that I project has become so brutally honest and funny to myself that occasionally I (laughs) overdo it and either cross the line of being condescending, which I don't always intentionally mean to, but I can admit it probably does happen, Hmm. or sometimes seem like I'm being condescending when I'm not trying to be. Absolutely. So that happens. I'm trying to call myself on it. But that like, happens to me, except I get suspected of being outright sarcastic when I'm saying the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and my girlfriend called me out at it because I'm like, "Oh, why does everyone always think that when I'm doing it?" And she's like, "Oh, you know that bullshit you pull about. Why does everyone think I'm trolling?" <laughs> yeah, but it's like I haven't even cried wolf, and everyone just assumes I'm doing it the whole time. <laughs> you are the wolf. Fuck. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's complicated because I guess at the end of the day... I've got too much fucking time, yeah. <laughs> That's basically it. I need to buy a hot tub and some opium. <laughs> Is that how you're going to get the low rent? Mm. Hot... And, oh, and um, Tom DeLonge's fucking wharf drive thing as well. Oh, yeah. Chuck that in there. Yeah, yeah, everyone should watch fucking JRE. Yeah, Tom DeLonge looking like he's making coke face every now and then and mm. it could just be Adderall I guess that's an American thing Angels and Adderall <laughs> there was a couple of bits in it that I found quite well, uh, uh, com- compelling to a certain d- degree like this guy Bob Lazar that exposed Area 51 talking about an element back in the 60s that only got added to the periodic table a couple of years ago mm. so that was like what the fuck the guys that he apparently has on his team seem legit to other people that have looked at it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time he was doing that, like, oh, no, I can't tell you about that. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, no, if I told you who that was, I couldn't do that. And mm-hmm. <laughs> there was heaps of that shit. But it seemed more legit than just a straight-up crazy person. But him being admittedly this <laughs> ex-guy that was on crazy opiates from his back thing looks like he's been on the rack for sure. <laughs> When I showed it to my mate who's on hospital medication, he went, man, that guy's on hospital medication. (laughs) 
Well, in a way, isn't this just, I don't know. It's... It could just be the mind state that you get into yeah. when you get fucking down the rabbit hole. Forgive know. me for being mean because I like his, his gist and shit, but it sort of seems, go along with it it. Sort of seems instantly discredited too because to me it just seems like someone who was super, super famous trying to chase that higher fame again. Yeah. With drugs and also this new kind of found... Isn't that what it's all about? What they all do sort of in a way? Which, yeah, yeah. I discussed with you about that other interview I watched where it looked like he was actually addressing that with yeah. words yeah and now he's doing this thing that seems like he's doing the same shit in a different way yeah but there's degrees of credibility to it or it seems like there is hmm. so it's worth watching because it is at least entertaining it's fucking entertaining right. listening to this guy act like he's basically going to have the company that's going to build a gravity drive or some shit yeah, which it. will in- enable like to have these hectic spaceships and he's got the team that's going to like break down the science because like they were compartmentalized within all these different defense projects and skunk works and this shit and now that he has a round table for them to talk to each other they're going to be able to put it into whatever easily mm. and he's already made the pup the company public mm. without going through an ipo process through this weird backdoor way so that because their tech he knows the technology is going to be real because it's already public like the government can't then come in and like take the company away and all this shit because it's already public and shit yeah they've done all this shit to try and make it like so legit but it's also a company that's going to be providing fictional science fiction books Hmm. and movies and non-fiction apparently oh i get it no so it seems like it seems like joaquin phoenix no you know he's well he's not modeling himself after joaquin phoenix you know he's modeling himself after l ron hubbard (laughs) <laughs> Mark my words. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And he's on so much coke. Fuck. He was all the best garbage, all the best garbage. Sometimes I've heard, like, transcripts of his speech in the 50s on all these, like, bennies and little green pills and shit and saying all this, you know, the net, the net with age, like, you are just, like, crazy shit and stuff, right? So... It does sound like it falls under that sort of... But, you know, I want to believe that these aliens are real as well, too, you know? Yeah. So, because, yeah, there's that Canadian Parliament video <laughs> Canadian that everyone Parliament. should watch. With all the aliens when they invade Search. the Canadian Parliament and eat the fucking Speaker <laughs> of the House and shit. So Search up. Canadian Parliament uh, Minister of Defence Aliens yeah. or some shit, 2013. He let the cat out of the bag. And it's probably that Tom DeLong and this Canadian dude have just been watching more YouTube videos than I have even. <laughs> but... If they're, if they're right and this guy in Parliament's all like, there's four species on Earth, there's the tall whites, there's so who the greys. So tall whites, the greys. And I don't know what the other ones are. I haven't uh, watched it recently enough. To the remember. greens, aren't there some sort of green? <laughs> <laughs> like little green men, right? Fuck. <laughs> That'd be sick. But um, yeah, and they're already like doing this shit. But I like to believe that if it is real, that it's in this inter- interdimensional way that we can't really even control anywhere. And yeah. it's what people think demons are and all this crap. Yeah. It's right. what you see on DMT or when you're dreaming and get frozen and can't move and people think they're getting fucking anally probed and shit. Yeah. Oh, I got abducted. Yeah, you had a dream where you couldn't move and you were half awake. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the anal, pro- anal probing come I wanna, from? Though? I want to believe them and shit. You know how you get frozen and probably then yeah. when you wake up, you've got like this sort of locked up lower back yeah, and yeah. you're like, Oh, it feels like I got fucking raped. I don't know. Well, I've, <laughs> I've had night paralysis and terrors and shit and not being able to move. But, you know, I've tried to restrain myself from blaming it on demons and shit. I think people should have some responsibility. Good work. Good work. Some responsibility to not kind of put all that sort of... Were you a bigger man than GSP? Who's GSP? George St. Pierre. <laughs> Who's George St. Pierre? He's a welterweight, like, <laughs> arguably the best welterweight of all time in UFC. Um, retired and is coming back to fight Michael Bisping at middleweight which is higher 
but yeah he was like renowned UFC fighter guy yeah. and <laughs> it's sad okay it's sad in a way right and Joe Rogan had him on his podcast years ago yeah. and he talks about I will be driving and then I, I will arrive somewhere and I won't remember how I got there yeah, I've done and all that. this kind of shit right and he's the guy who's had serious amounts of fucking head trauma yeah right uh, right uh, so it's like, and that's a thing that gets associated with head trauma it's like loss yeah. of short term memory and like all this shit and like yeah. these things that are happening he's like I think I'm being abducted by it. <laughs> 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 it's fucking amazing prodigy <laughs> from Mob Deep as well yeah. I don't know how much coke this motherfucker did but yeah. uh, I'm listening to his audio book and he reads it himself so it's really entertaining <laughs> I think it's like halfway through the audio book maybe I've mentioned this before on the show no I don't think you did on the like, show you told me and then I look out the window I'm lying in bed with Keisha asleep and I wake up and I'm looking out the window and I see these bright colourful flashing lights and shit and I'm like what the fuck is that man and I reach for my gun and shit and like go over the window and I'm like it's motherfucking aliens and I'm like oh shit and it's like this chapter in the book where he's like fully saying aliens came and visited him in the hood and shit basically at his window fuck and in my mind it was basically like yeah that's how you know you made it dog aliens <laughs> 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 come down from the sky like you the man Pete did it fuck you up right hearing that in the oh, middle dude, of your it thing? fucked me so bad I was so gangster and all this fucking shit all the way up to it and he's just like boom aliens nigga <laughs> fuck like yeah listen to that shit it's so entertaining as well right. I got way too much time the no effects book as well if you got fucking ridiculous hours to listen to that shit hmm. that's great as well if you want to get taken back to the sort of like LA 80s or earlier punk scene. I might actually listen to some of that at work pretty cool and like dirty drug stories and fucked up shit and El Jefe almost going to jail before he got in the band and stuff and there's nothing for like for fraud it. or something <laughs> real weird shit that's cool all like counterfeiting money it was just some real weird shit yeah, <clears throat> yeah. that's why yeah, fuck quick... yeah watch that uh, or listen to that the hepatitis bathtub and other stories by no effects pretty gold what was the other one my infamous life like yeah prodigy of mob deep R.I.P. P. <laughs> RIP hey, 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene that shit yeah. will fucking change your life if you can do it from the perspective of using it to fuck fucks with people and also using it to fucks with yourself because if you just do it to fucks with people you're going to be a piece of shit um, but if you use it from the point of view of like hey how does my ego fall into this whole power mm. thing as well it really it helps break a lot of shit down um I think the first law of that book is never outshine the master. It's mm. good fucking advice, like yeah. in in most situations. Yeah. Until you want to become the master. Yeah, it's lonely at the top, you know. Yeah. Fuck no. But if you outshine the master, you might get killed. So. And it's got lots of good anecdotes from history and stuff. Like it'll be like about um, Versailles and like I think we've I've talked about this shit before as well and like court like the rules of the court and all that kind of shit yeah, yeah. and it sort of applies in this cool way to just like situations now it's like fuck shit's always so, been the same with this fucking human interaction which shit. brings us back to exactly where we were before between the jester and the concubine so you're saying never outshine the master so even the only way to avoid that situation is to become the to master to become the master yeah. but they're saying don't outshine it you so don't plant, outshine and then you have to plant seeds, yeah. you have to plant fuck man so jester or concubine that's what I'm saying it's good to think about it in terms of yourself as well when you do this otherwise a lot of these rappers like even Havoc when he's talking to P in this song that's later called like uh, uh, 
I don't know, it was, it was Havoc's disc, disc track of P when they had mm. a little falling out for a while. And it's like, keep using them 48 laws wrong, get murked. <laughs> <laughs> As if like, yeah, yeah, you know this shit, but you're doing it wrong, motherfucker. Which is, there is a way to do it wrong. You can just try and be the big power dog and just lose it in, in your own ego, you know? But aren't we just virtually signaling here? Don't we truly crave that unfettered power and we're just trying to pretend we'd use it morally as opposed to those other immoral people that wouldn't use it? First you get the podcast, then you get the money, then you get the power. It's lonely at the top. Then you get the big legs and karate. <laughs> Except this is Christopher Lambert instead of Van Damme. <laughs> What does that say apart from that? Heavy is heavy hangs a head that holds the golden crown, you know, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> my my fucking it, it's only ever ringing true with me, but it rings true for a long time at the moment. Mm. That tinfoil hats golden crown shit. Yeah, because every time I'm watching this like Russia narrative keep going on in the ma- mainstream media and finding nuggets of truth in stuff that you I used to consider kind of insane. And I've had friends even argue that that's just because my paradigm has shifted, which I would argue that it's not because I can find evidence Mm -hmm. to support what I think now. Oh, no, I've lost it. Well, you just got to be yourself. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. I don't know how you're going to wrap that up, but I know what you're saying. I hope people at home that are listening to this and are like somewhat nice, easy, sober state (laughs) will understand exactly that point, but I think I got it. Oh, I wish I could finish it for you, but it's it's gone. Sometimes you can't finish. That's the problem. <laughs> Fuck. I've oh. told you too many stories. <laughs> I think that was more of a Freudian slip. Oh, no. Anyway, it's been a fucking absolute joy to come back here. Don't. I'm going to fucking finish one. <laughs> Let's try and end on a light note. Finish fucking yeah. big. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Coast of Show where we finish big. Catholic or Protestant, we don't mind who listens to it. Slot- catch you on the Eiffel Tower, catch son. On Eiffel- oh, Eiffel Tower, up high. Oh, the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> the Eiffel Tower. On the- so where's the? Uh- I catch you at the Blarney Stone. <laughs> catch at the what? The Blarney Stone. The Blarney Stone. Yeah. No, that's over in the Republic. We stay here in Ulster. <laughs> Just trying to bomb Catholic, babe. Isn't that? See you, though. <laughs> Broken dreams. they knew that there wasn't any money left. They were too cocky about the whole thing. 
company's got nothing. Aaron and I have nothing. Um, but what more can you possibly take from me?